You're listening to a Genuine Girl production. Enjoy the episode! Hi there, and welcome to a Genuine Girl podcast. My name is Meredith, and I'm just a college girl who's trying to keep it real while inspiring other girls to do the same. I know that being genuine in college can be difficult, so that's why each week I share some of my stories and learning experiences that I've had from college to show you that you're not alone and it's okay to not have your life completely figured out. So no matter what your life looks like right now, I think that by being genuine, we can make the world a better place. If you're ready to do that, then you've come to the right podcast. Let's get right into this week's episode of A Genuine Girl. Hey everybody, I hope you're doing well and that you had an excellent week. I know that we are in November now, which still is kind of crazy to me, but that means we're getting close to the holiday season, we are nearing the end of the semester for those of us who are in college, I mean, the end of the year in general is coming, there's so much going on and it's starting to get really crazy, I know. So I hope you're hanging in there and I hope that this episode comes at a good time because I feel like sleep is definitely always an issue for many of us, but especially around this time of the year, this problem is reaching an all-time high. So I wanted to share with you what I like to do to make sure that I get a good night's sleep. Now my friends, my family, people who know me very well know that I'm kind of the grandma. I do not like to stay up late. I do not like to sleep in too late in the morning. I mean, guys, literally if I wake up after 9am, I freak out. Like my heart rate starts going up. I like jump out of bed. I I don't know why, but (laughs) I just get so stressed out if I wake up after around nine because I feel like the morning has been wasted. And oh, that if you can't tell, that has been an, an issue in my life lately because sleep has been something hard to find. And so I'm trying to avoid that happening because I like to get up you know, not like 5 a.m. or anything. The people who can do that, that is a whole new level and I wish I could be you. But you know, 7.30, 8, that's around my normal time. I like staying in that range and so that means I also have to get to bed early enough where I can get enough sleep to be feeling okay when I wake up at that time the next morning. So (laughs) being in college, it's definitely tough getting to bed at a reasonable hour. I feel like everybody kind of needs a different amount of sleep that works for them, even though the studies show that seven to nine hours is pretty much the range that us young adults want to stick to. For some people, you know, they can run off of less and some people need more. And I'm definitely more on the end of needing more. (laughs) I definitely feel like I function much better if I get eight or nine hours of sleep versus seven, six, five. Oh, I I don't even want to go there because I refuse to get that little sleep. (laughs) It's a very important thing to me if you can't tell. And so even though I've been struggling a little with it on my own this semester, I've really tried to start implementing some strategies into my nightly routine to help me, one, 
fall asleep faster because my mind goes crazy late at night and that makes it hard to fall asleep sometimes. Two, get a good night's sleep, meaning actually sleep throughout the night and not keep waking up stressing out about things. And three, waking up the next morning feeling good, feeling refreshed, having a positive attitude about the day ahead. For me, all three of these things have been issues, but especially that last one, I feel like if I don't get a good night's sleep, I just wake up the next morning and I don't feel good. Sometimes the symptoms are physical, like in the form of a headache. Other times, it's just my mind being really upset that I am awake and having to go through the day. <laughs> that sounds really intense, I know. I don't mean it that way. It's just like, you know, sometimes you wake up and you're super tired and you don't really want to do all the things you have to do. <sighs> I don't like waking up like that, though, because I feel like it prohibits me from being my fully genuine self throughout my day. If I'm not in a good mood, if I don't have a good attitude, if I don't feel refreshed and on top of things, then I'm more likely to allow peer pressure to influence my decisions for the day, to just kind of sit back and not really challenge myself or get out of my comfort zone. I don't know. There's all sorts of things that happen. And it all comes back to one issue. Sleep. Now, I know, I've spent quite a few minutes already just talking about the importance of sleep in my life and what effects it has on me, and I'm just spending so much time on this because I really think it's so easy for us to hear sleep and be like, oh yeah, I know, I need to get seven hours of sleep every night. I know that sleep will help me feel better and that I'll be more productive and get better grades and blah 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 blah. I know, we all hear this stuff, but I wanted to just let you guys know what that looks like in my actual life, and hopefully it makes you think about how much sleep you're getting and really how it's impacting your life. So whether or not you feel like you're getting enough sleep and feeling well rested every day, here are five of my biggest tips to getting a better night's sleep said from my own experiences as a college student trying to just function every day. <laughs> Tip number one, make sure that you eliminate any major stressors before you try to fall asleep. I know, it sounds obvious, but guys, even though it sounds obvious, I still suffer from this. I will get in bed just because I'm like, okay, I need to go to bed now. It's midnight. And you know me, if I want to get up at 7.30 in the morning, that's not enough sleep for me. And so I sometimes just freak out and I'm like, oh my gosh, okay. Um, it's midnight. I have to go to bed. No matter what I'm working on. I sometimes don't even finish what is in front of me and I just go to bed because I'm stressed. But the thing is... <laughs> It's kind of counterproductive because I'll get in bed and I'll close my eyes, I'll try to relax, you know, deep breaths, all that fun stuff. And then I'll just start thinking about what's stressing me out and I will not fall asleep for another hour or two. Like if I would have just finished that assignment, if I would have just written down my to-do list in my planner before going to bed, if I would have just planned that outfit for the next day, whatever it is, 
if I had just taken the time to clear that up for the night before trying to fall asleep, I would have gotten a lot more sleep overall. So while it might sound obvious, I really think it's important to think before you just get in bed and try to fall asleep. Seriously consider, okay, did I complete everything that I wanted to complete today? Did I finish everything due tomorrow, for example? Did I text everyone I needed to text? Did I plan out what my morning tomorrow is going to look like? Is there anything that is just stressing me out right now that I can take care of tonight? I think it's important to ask yourself those questions and be honest with yourself, even if you're exhausted, even if it's late. Sometimes just taking five minutes to send that text, to plan your outfit, to finish an assignment can get you so much more sleep because you'll have it done and it'll be off your mind and you'll be able to relax just a little bit more. I talk about my planner all the time, but I think this is an especially helpful time to use a planner because, well, one, you'll probably have a lot of your to-dos written out in your planner, but if there's anything standing out to you that you haven't done that you need to do, like, see if you can check anything off before you go to bed. This brings me to tip number two, which has to do with planning. Tip number two, plan out your morning the night before. Guys, I used to never believe in this. I would have a general idea of what the next day was going to look like, but I would just go to bed and try to get thoughts of the morning out of my mind and worry about it when it came. Okay, well, there were two problems with this. First of all, I woke up the next morning and I was scrambling in a rush because I didn't have an outfit planned. I didn't have a breakfast planned. I'm a breakfast person, so gotta have that. I just was kind of all over the place, and it didn't ever give me a good, solid, productive start to the day. The second issue I had with this related more to this sleep problem, where I would not sleep as well because I wouldn't know what to expect the next morning. I would start thinking about that. If I didn't have something else to stress about with school or whatever it is, I would think about my outfit the next day, when I was going to email this person, if I was going to remember to bring this certain notebook to class. I mean, I would just start stressing out about those things. <laughs> and so... <laughs> My brain, I don't know if it's just me, but my brain is very good at giving me reasons to stress. Often very small reasons that don't mean really a lot in the long run, but they're also things that I could easily be avoiding if I would just take the time to plan. And so I believe I started this last semester in college. I started just by planning my outfits every day, and I've talked about this a little bit on previous episodes. But I would literally put out the shirt I was going to wear, the pants I was going to wear, the jewelry I was going to wear. I would have my hairstyle planned out. I mean, I really went for it because I thought that would help me. And it really did. It saved me time in the morning, but it also just gave me peace of mind as I was going to bed. Because trying to plan an outfit in your head, not always the easiest thing to do either. So planning an outfit, that's where it started, but now it has really also helped me plan in other areas of my life. 
I will plan exactly what I'm going to do in the morning for my two or three hours before classes. What homework I'm going to do, what professors I have to email, where I'm going to get breakfast, obviously what time I'm going to wake up, and when I'm going to be out the door. I mean, it obviously depends on the day, but I really try to have as good of a grasp of where my morning is going to take me before it actually gets there. And this has really helped me fall asleep better at night and just feel more relaxed about the day ahead. Sometimes I do have to force myself to stop working on something, even though, you know, I just said sometimes it's better to get it done. If I at least know that, okay, right when I wake up tomorrow morning, I'm going to have time to finish this assignment before my class. If I know that, then I can still go to bed peacefully because I have a plan for when I'm going to get it done. And so however you want to plan is great. I use my planner because I use my planner for everything. <laughs> I use my desk calendar. I set out physical stuff like my outfits, like the notebooks I need to take to class. I will write myself sticky notes sometimes telling me not to forget things just to be really sure that I don't forget things. And it really just helps me not only at night but the morning after as well. So that's my second tip. As much of a pain as it may sound, again, it's going to save you so much time in the morning and it's going to get you a much better night's sleep. Now that I've talked about eliminating that negative stress and planning for the next day, I want to get into more of what my bedtime routine really looks like and what I like to do to relax before I go to bed. Tip number three. Set a time when you will begin getting ready for bed. Guys, I can't tell you how many times I've been doing whatever, whether it's school related or it's just literally watching Netflix or YouTube, and I keep telling myself, okay, I'll go to bed soon. I'll go to bed in like 10 minutes. I'll go to bed after I finish this episode or this problem. And you know what happens, I don't go to bed. <laughs> and then it gets later and later and then I just get stressed out because it's so late and I should have gone to bed earlier but I'm not in bed and ah, what's happening? You know, those thoughts, those feelings, yeah. Well, I know one simple way to avoid that. Besides, you know, eliminating the stressors, planning your next day, like actually set a physical time when you're going to start getting ready for bed or a time that you hope to be in bed. And I've heard a lot of people do this through alarms on their phone. Now, I haven't gotten this fancy yet. I usually look at the clock and I literally have had to force myself to just go and start relaxing and getting ready for bed. And I think the more I've done that, the more I've actually started kind of planning for that almost. Like, okay, it's almost the time where I have to start getting ready for bed so I can start finishing up my assignments. I can start planning out my morning. I can do all of the stuff so that when the time comes, I won't be surprised and I can just go off and do what I gotta do before I go to bed. So when you're setting that alarm or making that reminder to yourself, whatever that looks like, 
just think about how much time you realistically need to feel relaxed before you go to bed. Some people can do it super quickly, other people it takes a while. I'm more on that end of the spectrum because I like my me time at night. That's kind of my time where I can just chill out and disconnect from everything else going on in the world. I tend to kind of make sure that I start getting ready for bed at least 30 to 45 minutes before I want to fall asleep just to give myself enough time to truly feel relaxed. But in order to find the right time to set for yourself, it often will help you to know what you like to do to relax. Tip number four, find something you love to do that is relaxing before you go to bed. In my experience, watching my favorite TV show or scrolling through social media right before I go to bed, while maybe relaxing, it's not necessarily the right thing for my brain before I go to bed. So I think when you're thinking of something relaxing to do, you have to think not only in terms of, okay, does this require a lot of effort, but what am I actually going to feel like after doing this? After I scroll through social media, not gonna lie, sometimes it just stresses me out about my own life looking at other people's lives. And sometimes when I watch a funny TV show, I'm just kind of on that energy high and I'm like, oof, that was so good, I love that. And that's not any good if I'm about to go to bed. And so what I've found to work for me is reading a fun book before I go to bed. It does not involve a screen of any sort. It is just literally laying in bed, reading something mindless. I've talked about this before, but I think I like it so much just because it takes me to another world. And when I am constantly surrounded by social media, by college students, by this whole crazy stressed out society around me every waking moment of every day, it's nice sometimes to just get away from that. So I encourage you, if you haven't already and you find yourself still scrolling through your phone or watching Netflix right before you go to bed, maybe just experiment. Try reading a book. Maybe doing a nice adult coloring book. Those are always fun. <laughs> or maybe it's just taking a nice shower, which I also do every night, except I wouldn't necessarily call them relaxing because they happen in a community bathroom, if you know what I'm trying to get at. So just experiment. Try new things until you find something that not only you enjoy, but your brain enjoys and finds peace and relaxation in. Tip number five, consistency is key. So to wrap things up, I kind of want to combine everything I've just talked about into this final point. Just being consistent with it. It's easy to do all of this for one night maybe, but actually making it an effort to do all of these things every night is something different. 
like any good habit, this is going to take time. I know it is because I'm still working on all of this myself, but from the time that I have been implementing these things into my life, I've realized that they really do make a difference, especially if you keep going with them. Doing these things can also open up your life to other possibilities and opportunities and help you grow in other areas. For example, by committing to go to bed the same time every night, you can also commit to waking up the same time every morning and creating a morning routine for yourself and getting work done or going to work out or eating a nutritious meal. I mean, getting enough sleep can truly do wonders for you in all areas of your life. And it's something I've seen to be true. I hope that you'll take my word for it if you haven't seen that to be true yet. But my overall message is just, especially in this crazy time of the year, we all need to make sleep more of a priority. It's our health after all, and that should be something we look after over everything else we have going on. It'll ultimately help us function better in all of those areas of our lives that we really want to succeed in. I'll leave you with that thought, but I really hope that you join me in making sleep a bigger priority in your life. If you take anything away from this episode or implement any of these tips, I would love to hear about it, so please feel free to reach out. And until next time, have a wonderful week. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of A Genuine Girl Podcast. If you liked it, I would really appreciate a rating and a review in the iTunes store or wherever else you happen to be listening to the podcast. Also, if you'd like to stay updated with new episode information and, of course, your occasional inspirational quotes, be sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at One Genuine Girl. All letters, no numbers. Alright, thanks again everyone, and until next time, stay genuine, girl.